when Jenna's new boyfriend, Herm, announces that he is traveling to the north shore of Lake Superior to meet Commander Donner. She is skeptical. After all, Herm is convinced that he is an alien from the planet Xylon, who has been sent to Earth to search for rare minerals. As far as she is concerned, he is living in a dream world. However, Herm is also a nice guy, the best she's ever known, and she enjoys being with him. So does her eight-year-old daughter, Sylvie. If only it wasn't for that alien issue. This is a story of the horrors that some people can inflict upon the innocent. It is also a story of how incredibly strong the human spirit is. Ultimately, it is a story of how strong the bonds of love truly can be. Eye of the Beholder, a novella by Jim Bates. Available at MythMart.com www.mythmart.com and all other online retailers. In the wake of the Me Too movement comes a collection of short stories that challenge the reader to consider how women have suffered through the ages and continue suffering now. The primary connection between the stories in the collection, Suffer Rage, is that they are stories of and about women. Each woman in the collection has suffered, whether at the hands of men, society, or other women. Those they love, those that should love them, even their own bodies and minds, have betrayed them at some point. Some of these women are nameless. Some only have their names to hold on to and some are looking for new names to go with the possibility of new lives. Some stories tackle sexual assault, abortion, mental health issues, aging, and surviving against the odds. Regardless of the genre employed, there is a profoundly feminist and at times girl-esque tone to the stories. There are sharp and smart gestures toward body, femininity, and patriarchy and you get a sense of simmering rage throughout. As one of the story's protagonists says, all you have to do is listen in the bright dawn and you will hear tender violence, the noise of women. When you have finished reading Suffer Rage, you will hear the voices of all the women vibrating in your bones and you will ask yourself if you should choose to be a coward or a revolutionary. Purchase your copy today of the Open Contract Challenge 2023 winner Adele Evershed and her collection of stories, Suffer Rage, at www.mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 260 of the World of Myth Bits.
Greetings, everyone. This is Tim here with the magazine, the January uh, 2024 issue 122 magazine of the World of Myth magazine, of course. Um, I'm sure that plenty of those of us who have submitted to uh, to this bumper, amazing, incredible magazine uh, are tuning in. Uh, Hopefully there are a number of readers as well that uh, that are tuning in too. Uh, and then of course there's uh, those of you uh, wonderful people who uh, who tune into American Radio uh, and get to hear me with your um, Monday morning coffee and uh, and the um, bagel toast, uh, whatever it is that you uh, you decide to do to break your fast and start your day. Uh, wishing everyone a most wonderful wonderful day. Uh, before we get into my review of this incredible, amazing magazine, I, uh, I thought I would just mention a few things that, um, our president, uh, Mr. David K. Montoya has sort of mentioned for me to, uh, to say, uh, as part of housekeeping as I, uh, I mumble and bumble my way through yet another podcast episode. So, kicking it off. Uh, some very somber, sober news. Um, Dave and Steph have created a GoFundMe page. Those of you that don't know about it yet, uh, I'm not sure why. There's, um, yeah, there's been a, um, a few, um, posts on the, um, on the different Facebook pages. Um, please, if you can, give what you can. Uh, and of course there are, uh, those of us that, uh, that are in the situation where it's just not possible for us to, uh, to financially support. But, um, if that's the case, then you can still help out by sharing the post and, uh, and trying to spread the word as far and wide as possible. Um, it's to keep the lights on. Basically it's to, uh, to keep things going. I, I've often wondered how difficult and challenging it is to be an independent publisher. Uh, and, um, yeah, obviously every now and again, you, uh, you just have to swallow your pride, look at reality, uh, and just ask for help. And, uh, and I'm so glad that, uh, that Dave and Steph have, uh, have decided to do that on, uh, on this occasion. So yeah, please, if you can help um and yeah there's many many different ways that uh, that we can all help uh don't forget as well uh book of the month one of the big ways that we can help a company like this is um by buying the stuff that they have for sale uh and it's our stuff it's the stuff that we as writers are creating are sending to this amazing family based company, tiny team, hitting the ball out of the park time and time and time again with these incredible uh, books, t-shirts, um, lithographs, some some amazing products uh, that you will find, of course, going to www.mythmart.com. Uh, and while you're listening to me, feel free, jump on your phone, jump on your, your laptop, tablet, Whatever, however, uh, yeah, check out the um, the sort of things that uh, that are available for sale. 
one thing that uh, that I'm looking at there now, and one thing that's come up, uh, I see that the amazing Jim Bates has yet another book, another story that's come out, Eye of the Beholder. So congratulations to you, Jim. Well done, my friend. Uh, and it's awesome to see even more eclectic, unusual, interesting stories uh, available from the um, Dark Myth. No, 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 Dark Myth Publishing. Fingers crossed I've got it right. Uh, I'm sure that Steph will allow me, uh, will, uh, will be more than happy to correct me if, uh, if that's wrong. Um, but yes, the, um, just looking now at the, um, the titles clicking through, uh, The Monster Within, um, Middle Norton's Guide to World Domination. That's, uh, that's my, uh, interesting one. Uh, Penance by, um, Stephanie J. Barty. Uh, Waltz, Cowboys vs. Nazis. Uh, The Neighbor is there by me. Um, the, yeah, The Eye of the Beholder, of course, by Jim. Um, Alice by, uh, the, Mr. David K. Montoya. Uh, Catman Do by Walt. Yeah, there's just some, yeah, wonderful, amazing, great stories. Uh, so please, jump on, support the business, um, and if you can, uh, support the GoFundMe page as well. And then the final thing that Dave wanted me to mention as well is uh, Adele Eversheds Open Contract Challenge winner uh, Suffer Rage will be released on Tuesday, February the 6th. So that's next week. So congratulations, Adele. Well done on um, on winning the 2023 Open Contract Challenge. Uh, and speaking of the Open Contract Challenge, make sure that you're thinking about uh, fine-tuning your um, entry for the uh, the sixth annual Open Contract Challenge. Very, very, very excited about. Uh, yes, the um, yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We um, we're all uh, all putting in some amazing submissions. Uh, it's through um, through this sort of competition that the business continues to um to get new interesting titles to um yeah be able to to publish for um the years uh moving forward so yeah very very important great opportunity um for for those of us that are familiar with the um the way that the um the competition runs um it's a, yeah, it's a, a good opportunity to, to throw your hat back in the ring, brand new, fresh ideas. Um, but for those that are new to the Open Contract Challenge, um, keep an ear out for the uh, podcast announcements for when the uh, 2024 website goes live. Uh, I think we're, we're almost into uh, OCC season. So, um, Dave and Steph were, were saying that their seasons uh, publication seasons for, uh, for this company and, uh, an OCC season is, uh, is definitely one of them. So, um, keep your eye out for, um, for ads in the magazine. Keep an eye out for, um, promotion on the, the social media pages. 
Uh, and yeah, just have, have those ideas ready. So let's jump into January 2024, uh, the World of Myth magazine, issue number 122. And once again, we start off with an incredible cover. Uh, a stunning image from, is it Mauve Jr. or M, M-O-V Jr.? Um, there's a beautiful lady in orange from head to toe with Catch of the Day, uh, securely in hand. Something almost robotic about those fish. There's like a fish that she's holding and then fish in the background and then there's like an actual fish. The, the, the concept is weird and unusual and I think that fits the magazine so well. Um, a fresh face for me anyway. Uh, it might be, um, there's something in, um, in the artist's bio talking about MOV or Move as a, a, uh, as an artist. And there's no relation between Move and Move Jr. But there's, um, that homage, I think, or that, uh, that, um, almost ex- excitement or honor of being associated with an artist such as, um, as Move. So yeah, congratulations, Move Jr. Um, yeah, can't, can't wait to sort of have a look and see what else is in the gallery for, um, for this month. Uh, very, very excited to, uh, to say that my daughter, Boo, uh, actually has, uh, has snuck a piece in alongside, um, Zoe in the, uh, in the youth gallery, but, uh, but more on that later. So, yes, um, so beyond the cover, a most interesting introduction from Chief Editor Steph. A call to arms on at least, uh, or maybe not necessarily a call to arms, but at least a shout out to the creative family, hoping that we love this company enough to lend a hand. Those who can give a little or a lot, thank you. And to those who can't give, uh, can we at least please share? Um, I would love to see this company continue uh, for myself uh, and I'm sure that there are others in exactly the same boat. So yeah, hope, hopefully we um, we get the opportunity because I know that, uh, that Dave sort of mentioned previously how much that he's actually invested in the company himself. So um, yeah, it would be great to be able to sort of give back to um, to this wonderful platform and these wonderful people that uh, that have helped us as writers to sort of uh, further our career and uh, yeah, get our stories out there into the mainstream, into the world uh, for um, for uh, such a readership to um, find out who we are and, and what it is that we can do. So, uh, I was incredibly thrilled to see the name Law on the cover alongside with some familiar uh, lots and lots of other familiar surnames, but then others not so familiar to me. Uh, and this is what I love the most about the World of Myth magazine. There is a space for everyone, uh, every story, every poem, uh, every artwork. Uh, there's, there's room for us all. Uh, and the magazine just seems to grow and grow and grow. Uh, this edition seems even larger than the last, uh, a whopping 106 pages. It's, that's incredible. Uh, and so, um, 
moving beyond this incredible cover and the um the very interesting message from our, our chief editor. Uh, let's jump straight in then to Drabble and Flash. We kick off 2024 with a piece of Drabble and Flash from me. Uh, one of uh, one of four short pieces that uh, that I've managed to sneak in to um, January 2024, uh, and so overall, like massive bumper edition of this mag, 21 stories altogether, five poems, two youth art. Uh, well done to Boo and Zoe. Represent. Uh, and four artworks as well. Uh, sarcastically cynical Sally is back. Uh, Michael opens our eyes once more with his two reviews. And then we finish off with a message from CEO President, Mr. David K. Montoya, which starts out positive and ends with the same call for a little help. Yeah. I, I do. I often wonder how independent publishers and like incredibly small small teams and like family based companies how it is that you do it and how it is that you survive and it seems like it's a lot of self sacrifice and personal investment uh time money um so yeah it's if we have the opportunity to give back now's the time to do it now let's kick off travel and flash with how to end the world in five easy steps by me. Uh, a short and not so sweet little story of the disaster waiting to happen. Please read, uh, and if you enjoy, please leave a star or two or five. Um, definitely five. One, one for each step, maybe. Yeah, that sounds good. Five, five stars for five steps. How does that sound? Deal? Done. Um, next is Frozen by Jim Bates. Uh, another not so happy tale. What, what is it about January 2024 that we're, we're kicking off with, uh, doom and gloom and disaster? Um, Jim and I should apologize, I think. Uh, Frozen. Yes, Frozen, Jim. Uh, another not so happy tale. Never veer from the path. Never, ever veer from the path. Well done, Jim. Uh, if my fingers weren't so frozen, I would tip my hat to you. And then, Gray, 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 by Kate McDonald Dunbar. And there's a few, there's a few in here by Jim. Um, uh, uh, a couple in here by Kate. Yeah, wonderful to see familiar names, uh, familiar faces. Um, but yeah, again, great to see, um, some new people as well. Fantastic. Uh, Kate, I liked the, this pause of this piece. That can't be right. Um, I apologize, Kate. Uh, once again, I cannot read my own writing, uh, and the, uh, the wonderful scroll that, uh, that I've quickly jotted down as I've moved from piece to piece. So, the way you Influence the characters' actions by their memories, be they real or imagined. Oh, yes. Ooh. This, yeah. This was a, an interesting one. This was, uh, this one sort of had my, me, um, had me scratching my head. Uh, yes. So, uh, very, very clever. Okay. Very, very good and very clever. Um, and then back to Jim with the alien of Orchard Lake teaser for chapter eight. 
such a shock ending this teaser. Uh, well done, Jim. Uh, what a great way to try and sell your book, sell your story. It's not only have you published it in bits and then published it as a book, but then you're actually coming around and marketing it through the, yeah, clever, Jim, very clever. Uh, if you love this and need to know more, you can always purchase the whole story at mythmark.com. So, um, yeah, the, most definitely. If you're a, a big fan of Jim's, then, um, yeah, there's, uh, there's one sure way you can help support this author, uh, or help support any of the authors that are, um, that are published by, um, by this amazing and wonderful company. And, uh, and in part, you're helping the company too. Um, yes. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Ah, and now we're already at children's lips, uh, racing through. But, uh, but of course, Dragon and Flash, Dragon and Flash, you tend to race through. They're, they're, um, they're morsels of, of stories that, um, that sort of leave you thinking. Uh, short, short, and, uh, and often not very sweet at all. Um, but then on to Children's Lit and Fortune's Day by me. And Fortune's Day, mm, not a day that is fortunate for everyone, and especially not for Dove, Bee, Bull, and Co. If you're following, um, yeah, hopefully you enjoy this one. Uh, and, um, yeah, we're sort of getting, getting down to the, um, the nitty gritty sort of, uh, few more chapters until the end. So, um, so please hang in there. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, this one here is, um, my, my D&D based one sort of, uh, aimed at, um, at young, young and, uh, and mid teens and, uh, and young adults. And then, uh, Children's Lit, the teacher, chapter four. Sam continues to help Jess. But a friend can only do so much. Some things you simply must do by yourself. So yeah, uh, once again, this one's by me as well. This one here is mostly, this is, uh, my, um, follow on from the neighbor. This is sort of aimed at, uh, at seven to fourteen age bracket. Um, yeah, once again, hopefully you're, um, you're following along and hopefully you're, uh, you're enjoying it. Uh, and actually the, um, a real thrill for me is uh, a friend of mine from work who's um, who's a uh, an editor in a past life uh, and a lawyer in a past life and a something else in a past life and she's a podcaster and uh, she's a uh, a knitter the uh, incredible and amazing Lisa she's actually going through um, the teacher uh, chapter by chapter at the moment uh, and helping me to sort of refine it. Um, and, uh, and getting it, re- uh, getting it ready for publication, which I'm super, super excited about. It, uh, it was a joy to have a children's book published under my belt, but it's an even greater joy to, um, to have the, the sequel for it, um, going through that refinement process. Yeah, the, yeah, it's, I was never ever a big fan of editing, but this is super, super exciting for me. And then on to fantasy. And we've got a few titles in fantasy. Uh, starting off with All the Inner Sea 
Part 1 of 2 by Michael Carroll. I love this tale, Michael. Uh, a modern fable with a hint of um, myth and legend you are so familiar with. Ah, yes. The um, sort of looking through Michael's um, author uh, background that he's, uh, he's supplied. Yes. It's interesting your, um, your sort of realm of, of study and, uh, ex expertise, uh, and how that sort of influenced this, uh, this short story. Yeah. It's very cool. And then on to Where Could They Have Gone by Gabriella Balcon. And um, once again, there's a few here by uh, by Gabriella. It's wonderful to see uh, that you've got a, uh, a number of pieces in this magazine as well. Gabriella, uh, incredible writer, very very talented. Uh, and this one here is no exception. Uh, a very clever way of extending the well-known Three Little Pigs story into something very different. Uh, yeah, I um, I did like what you did here. Uh, Gabriella, um, it was, yeah, giving the, the three little pigs, the big bad wolves in this case, um, more character than just being the villains. Um, yeah, very well done. And then War Drums and War Bears by Glenn Frescani, I think. I apologize, Glenn. Uh, but, yeah, I love this story. This, um, this was right up my alley. The, uh, very traditional good versus evil epic fantasy at its most thrilling. And, um, the addition of, uh, of war bears, um, and the way that the bears, the, yeah, the, the, the characters of the, the bears themselves, are uh, very cleverly done as well, sort of weaving that element into the typical elf or battle. Yeah, just, yeah, the great job, man. great job. And then Wildwood Forest, part three or four, again, Gabriella Balcom, uh, Leanne's, Leanna's, Leanna's. Uh, Leanna's adventure continues in this strange world. This, this world that's, that's ours, but not ours. Uh, and I thought that was, uh, that's been a, a great idea that you've explored through, throughout this series, um, Gabriella. Questions are answered, but more questions appear. Liliana has an idea, but we must await part four to hear in the conclusion uh, to this wonderful tale whether things, like how things work out. Um, the, yeah, I, I, I liked the, um, the way that the main character interacts with this world. Um, it was almost Alice in Wonderland-ish. Lewis, Lewis Carrollish, uh, yeah, that's very clever, very cool story. And then, uh, we finish off fantasy with part 29 of Pietra's Tale 
by me, by uh, Timothy Law. Kaeth was faced with a dilemma of trust, allowing part of her forces to go their own way. Will all work out for the Stilvin and those who have gathered to her banner? Uh, you'll just have to read my story and find out. Uh, and then, of course, there are um, a few more chapters to uh, to follow on. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting feeling. The um, sort of having spent so long working on this particular story uh, and having it sort of draw to some sort of conclusion with the the fact that. I'm wanting to turn this into the sequel to my um, fantasy novel, uh, The Eleventh Tome, the um, book one of the Prophecies of Anderpol. So this is going to be book two of the Prophecies of Anderpol. Uh, and oh, it's just so massive to sort of now look at all of the work that I've been doing the, um, the years before uh, up to this point. So it's, it's, Huge. It's something that I'm already incredibly proud of. So to be able to twist and tweak and weave other stories in, uh, in through, this is going to be a major, major project that, um, that I've still got a little bit of, uh, oh, a little bit, a, a lot more work to, uh, to do. Um, yes, but I'm excited. I'm definitely, definitely excited. And then, Horror, Into the Bleak, by A.N. Myers. And A.N. Myers is uh, is a new name for me. I don't know if it's a new name, uh, seeing as I've discovered that the World of Myth magazine is coming up to its 20th anniversary. Uh, the fact that September this year, um, the magazine will have been around for um for 20 years which is incredibly mind-blowing for me to to think of all of these opportunities that i have missed and all of the um yeah what 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 could have been uh so 2018 uh 2018 2019 was when i first published um with uh with world of myth magazine uh, and it feels like I've always been publishing with Word of Myth magazine. So it's like it's really opened my eyes and, uh, and opened my mind to think that there are so many more copies of the mag, so many more editions of the magazine prior to me, uh, me even coming along. Um, uh, so whether, um, AMIs is a, a, a previous submitter, um, you are new to me. So this one was horror with an unexpected twist. But as we get from uh, from our wonderful Queen of Scream, Dawn de Brawl, uh, anything with an unexpected twist is always a good story and a good horror. Uh, well done, A.N. Myers. One cannot expect the unexpected. This, this was a great magic card quote. Because you cannot expect the unexpected. You can only expect to be surprised. Well. In future, A.N. Myers, I will most certainly expect to be surprised. And then we just jump the wonder of technology. We just jump across to 
Haha. Okay. Horror? Housekeeping? No? Hang on. A strange house indeed. Strange house, and an even stranger. Ah, okay, yes, sorry. I, uh, I am reading my notes on, uh, that I made on my phone, uh, from the other day. And, um, the next horror is a story called Housekeeping by Matthew Kuna? She, chick. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I apologize. Uh, housekeeping, what a strange house indeed. Strange house and even stranger occupants. Um, well told, Matthew. Yes, thank you, thank you for that. There's, there have been some weird and unusual stories this, uh, this edition. Um, and one that's definitely been highlighted by, um, by our chief editor, Precious Child. Again, Gabriella Balcom, as I said, incredibly talented writer. What a unique and interesting child is at the centre of this story. How desperate is the desire that we turn a blind eye to all of the hints. Uh, yes, I thoroughly recommend. Definitely, definitely. If you don't read anything else in the magazine, but do, please read it all. Because there are some incredibly stories, incredible stories, amazing poems, wonderful artwork. Um, the, the great reviews, movie reviews, uh, the literature reviews, art reviews, uh, and an important message at the end. Always review the reviews and always read the message at the end. Um, but this story by Gabriella, the, um, bang on, very cool. Uh, and then of course, um, Demon by Destiny E. Pfeiffer. Disturbing until the end. And then I'm not sure how I feel. A true tale of terror. Well done, Destiny. Uh, and I've read a few of Destiny's stories. Um, and they're, they're, they're great. They're, um, you have an, an incredible talent and a real interest in uh, the horror genre, uh, and, and writing disturbing, worrying stories. Uh, so, uh, I just have to say, well done, Destiny. Keep up the great work, uh, and keep submitting. And then we move on to action and suspense. Six Degrees Calculus, part one, by David K. Montoya. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, Six Degrees is pretty cold. It's, it's not, um, like freeze water. Uh, that's, um, that's zero degrees Celsius. Um, and of course, there's freeze other stuff than water that sort of drops below zero degrees Celsius. But six degrees is pretty, pretty cold. So, uh, part one, um, very gritty, uh, and super cool, this one. And, uh, and I threw that pun in on purpose, but I get the feeling in my waters that a new book is just beginning. So, well done, Dave. Looking forward to part two. Uh, and then, Action and Suspense, The Soap Opera by Dawn Dubrow. Great to see you in this one, Dawn. I love all of your work. 
this one here is Life Imitating Art Imitating Crazy. What a great story, Vaughn. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was... Um, I, I'm no stranger to the occasional soap opera. Uh, and we have a great one here. Uh, I think is shown all over the world. The, like, uh, Days of Our Lives and that sort of thing. It's like, it's an institution, definitely. And the, it's, the storylines are ridiculous and unbelievable. Uh, and this story took on the concept of soap opera and the way that it can possibly blur into real life and the impossible. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, just a cool story, great story, uh, written by a wonderful, wonderful writer. And then Rainbow Dusted Dreams by Jessica Alexandria. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we've had stories by Jessica before. Uh, and this one here, I have to say, what a sad story with a glimmer of hope at the very end. Um, this one, yeah, this one here really touched me, Jessica. It was, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great story. Um, really, a, a really emotional, uh, and just the, um, yeah, that, that sort of possibility of, of hope. Uh, and then of course, uh, action and suspense wouldn't be action and suspense without, uh, a chapter or two of In the Midst of Normalcy, of Normalcy by, uh, by Tom Fowler. And this is part 10. Uh, this one here we are, um, exposed, I suppose, to, um, to chapter 29 and chapter 30 of this story. Uh, and Big Tim. Big Tim seems like an interesting character, but is he interesting enough to be a psychopath? Perhaps he is. Uh, if not Big Tim, then maybe Jack. Uh, Detective Bercy is just beginning to scratch the surface on, uh, on who possibly could have committed such a heinous and horrific murder. And then on to sci-fi. Uh, and we've got one for sci-fi, Working Out by James Rumpel. The true horror of exercise and the weight loss industry. Um, yeah, this, this one's a, a little bit scary, uh, especially since I know uh, a few gym junkies and a few people that are, uh, are very keen on that industry. Uh, this uh, hopefully is not real. Uh, of course, it's not real. Uh, but yeah, James, your um, the way that you have looked at um, at the, the weight loss and exercise industry, yeah, it's um, a little bit spooky. Um, and then on to humour, and it's James again with the real magic of Christmas. And I have to say, ho ho ho, James! Uh, a quick reminder of the silly season. Just been uh, a very clever look at what may just be true. Um, probably not one to share with the kids, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, a 
Clever story. Um, great job, James. And then on to poetry. Uh, and a blind date by G. Lynn Brown. G. Lynn Brown. Uh, a real howler of a poem, this one. Yes. The, um, very, very clever, uh, G. Lynn Brown. Uh, and I thought I was clever with my, uh, my very well-worded intended pun. Uh, please read. Please vote. Um, five stars seems a, a reasonably good amount. And then on to A Piece of Bread by Angela Costa. Uh, a simple desire, a prayer yet unheard. I'm loving the poems. Um, I think it's great the, the amount of poetry that gets shared with this magazine. Uh, there's always like five, ten, um, a whole bunch of poems to sort of go through. Uh, they're all unique. They're all, um, not necessarily fun. Some of them are fun. Some of them are really touching and emotional. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, this is one thing that I love most about this magazine. It's just the, the ability to share. Whatever it is that you come up with, whatever it is that you create, be it short, long, um, poetic, flash, uh, no matter what, the, when people say, oh, I've got a story, but I don't know where to send it, the, the world of myth is such a great place, such a great platform to, um, yeah, to, yeah, just, yeah, cons- 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 consider it, um, it's been going for so long. It's been a, it's been an ever evolving beast. Uh, and uh, if you don't think that there's somewhere where your piece will fit, it'll fit here, guaranteed. Uh, and case in point, um, Ken Goss, don't let your ranties get knotted. A cry for camaraderie. To the victor, the loudest rant, perhaps. Uh, what do you think, Ken? Yes, this, uh, this was a, uh, a tongue in cheek, very, very interesting one. Um, well done, sir. Well done. Uh, and then Life by Josh Shabugik. Uh, a true reflection of this strange game called Life. That's, that's all I'm going to say on that one. Then, Malevolence by Kate McDonald Dunbar. We have nothing to fear but fear itself, though if we allow the horror to grow, then the fear is real, I guess. Uh, laugh, smile, but tomorrow is another day. We, yeah, the, we can't let the fear win. We can't let the fear turn into horror, and we can't let those past thoughts influence those future experiences. Um, great job, Kate. Well done. Uh, one that got me thinking. And then into Creative Youth Gallery and Sylvie the Meerkat by my daughter Boo. Uh, yeah, I think that she's a, uh, a very talented young artist. Uh, and, um, quite often anything that I sort of throw at her, the Boo, can you draw me this? Or Boo, I need a, 
image of something to go with the story that I've written, or boo, the I've just thought of this, the but I can't draw it. Can you? The um, my my daughter, I don't know if she loves the challenge, but my daughter seems to rise up to each and every challenge uh, that I seem to give her. But there are occasions though where she sort of looks me dead in the face and goes, "No, Dad, that's like it, I." Yeah, I don't know how to do that, or that that's not going to work. So, yeah, so so hopefully we'll see some more pieces from Boo. Um, and just a comment on this one here: standing proudly and alert with pink nose in the air uh, is our new kitten Sylvie. Uh, she's in her meerkat pose, uh, and I reckon Boo has captured it perfectly. And to hear from the author. Oh, sorry, to hear from the artist and the uh, the inspiration, the little Tinkerbell, that is Sylvie. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Was uh, it's a pretty cool picture, Boo? Definitely. Oh, yes. <laughs> and now I think, I think the so the inspiration so the inspiration wants to be released uh, to run free. She might attack Patchy though, because she's been part of Patchy. Oh, and she been I got, I got her a video. I've got Oh, her. yes. Oh, goodness. Yes, Out of the basket. That's, that's her penalty. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, somebody who thinks she rules the roost, where uh, she needs to learn her lesson. But I don't know if that lesson will ever be learned. Now she's going to atta- uh, attack the laptop cord. Of course she is. And okay. then I told her off. And then she came back and tried to pet like Patchy again. Of course she did. <laughs> and then uh, the second piece in Creative Youth Gallery for January is At School by Zoe M. Montoya. Cute little black and white piece. Um, rocking the outfit, Zoe. Yeah, this yeah, this is kind of cool. I I love everything that you do, Zoe. Um, you're uh, you're just a, uh, a talent. A Force, um, and looking forward to, uh, yeah, seeing what you come up with next. Definitely. I think it's great to see, um, see a few more pieces in the, uh, in the youth gallery. Definitely. It's, uh, it's great to see, see you and great to see Boo. Uh, and yeah, hopefully there can be, um, a, a few, um, in February as well. And then on to Art Gallery, Home Sweet Home. Uh, by G. Lynn Brown. So we've had a poem from G. Lynn Brown, uh, and now a spooky and yet inviting house. Love the starry night sky, crescent moon, but I especially love the shiny eyes, uh, of the black cat that guards the stoop. Um, yeah, this was, yeah, this was kind of cool. G. Lynn Brown, I, I liked it. And then Pig God by Ryan. Scherfenberg, sorry Ryan, apologies, Uh, Ryan Scherfenberg, Pig God, Uh, this one here is in contrast to Home Sweet Home, this one was awesomely horrid in every way, very jabberish, very like, um, it's almost uh, one of the huts. with eyes that seem to say, I don't care. I'm big, uh, and I'm a bully, and I don't care. 
And then the eye by Trevor Saunders. Uh, great to see you again, Trevor. What a spooky image. This picture almost seems to be floating, and I'm sure it will etch itself deeply upon my third eye. I have haunt my memories and dreams. So thank you for that, Trevor. Then, What the Future May Bring by uh, M.O.K. Jr. or Mock, Mock Jr. Um, what a bizarre picture. Uh, so intriguing and yet confusing. Uh, a future I long to see, if only so I can have an opportunity to understand. Uh, a, uh, a great way to start the year 2024. Uh, wonderful, wonderful cover. And then we are on to the reviews. And we kick off with a, uh, a film. DVD review from Sarcastically Cynical Sally. Wonderful to see you again, Sally. Um, Sarcastically Cynical Sally reviews an Aussie classic horror film. Next, of Kin. Uh, and I've placed the word classic in inverted commas. Uh, because, uh, what a brutal review, Sally. Your painful recollections just made me grin from ear to ear. We simply must find that recording of you and moviegoer Grim. That's not a knife. That's a movie review. Yes, please share. There's, there's gotta be, um, somehow that it, uh, that it's gotta be leaked onto Facebook somewhere, somehow. Um, and then we move on to, uh, the literature and art reviews. With Michael A. Arnold, and we start off with um, with a book review or literature review of Sweeney Astray by Seamus Heaney. Uh, again, Michael takes us on a wonderful journey, highlights major points and passages along the way, giving insight without injury to the far less informed, e.g., me. Uh, and I'm embarrassed to say, as a librarian, there are an awful lot of things that Michael is revealing uh, in the realm of literature that I'm like completely and utterly unaware of. Uh, so thank you, Michael, for uh, for doing that, for exposing my ignorance, uh, but also for um, intriguing me and educating me. Uh, as you are probably so many other readers out there. Um, keep this up. So I have to admit, I have explored a little into the realm of myth and legend. Uh, a few, like a book on Chinese, um, and a Asian, uh, myths, myths and legends, uh, one on, on general that sort of went around the world, which was kind of cool growing up. So this was what I was interested in reading. Um, but I have little knowledge or like little to no knowledge of Sweeney Astray. Uh, my interest with the Irish myth and, and legend was more, um, associated with Finn McCool. Uh, and then I discovered later in life that, um, here locally in our capital city of Adelaide, in one of the suburbs of Adelaide, Norwood, there's a, um, a Finn McCool pub. Uh, and so it was kind of cool to go back to the myths and legends to, um, like what I knew of the character Finn McCool, 
uh, and he had to be drinking um, in uh, drinking Guinness in uh, in Finn McCool's pub in uh, in Norwood was uh, was kind of cool, definitely. Something that I need to do again, I reckon. Uh, gather all his mates together, um, do a St. Patrick's night. Uh, yeah, good good times. So yes, thanks, Michael, once again for opening our minds to these fascinating writers of the past. And then um, Michael's visit to Venice, art brought to life. Uh, where does art imitate tourism, imitating art? Michael's travels to the region of Venice has surprised me, educated me, and left me intrigued. So thank you for that. Uh, I've done Europe a little bit, but Venice, uh, Italy, Venice, well, definitely wasn't um, one of the places that I visited yet. Uh, and it was interesting to actually hear from you, Michael, the experiences that you had, what you saw, uh, and the fact that it's not what you expect. The uh, the whole tourist aspect of Venice is only one part of it, and it's not what you see immediately. Yeah, so it's uh, forewarned is forearmed, I suppose. Um, yeah, and um, if I do ever get to Venice, I uh, I will know what not to expect. Uh, and then we finish off with commentary from the founder, more from Dave's Soapbox. Hear ye, hear ye. Our CEO president takes to the stage once more. Uh, a wonderful welcome to 2024, but not so hidden within is an ask for help. I know that the magazine review episode of the podcast gets the most listeners, so I'm here to ask that we all give what we can. And when we can't, can we please share with those who could be willing and able to help? Uh, happy 2024, everyone. May it be a successful and creative one. Keep those stories, poems, and artwork rolling in. Don't forget this month of February, we celebrate the year of the wooden dragon, uh, Chinese New Year, Chinese Zodiac. Um, so get your myth and legend ideas in fast. Ciao for now. This is Tim, signing off.